Hey, how's it going everybody? This is Chris. This is episode 160 of the Libertarian Republican Podcast. And thank you again for joining me. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the shares and the likes and all that stuff. And I know it's been like 11 days since I did an episode and I'm, I, I apologize. I'm very busy. I had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, and also, like I say, I don't want to do an episode without like really having a good idea for one. And and uh, I, I think this one's a good one because I think it, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get you to watch like Rumble, like Glenn Greenwald on Rumble had a great episode a couple of episodes ago, about maybe like six or seven episodes ago about his, uh, about the uh, intelligence community penetrating our big tech and media companies. And, you know, there was this whole thing in London with the uh, it was Russell Brand, Matt Taibbi, and Michael Schellenberger about the industrial, uh, the censorship industrial complex, is what they called it. And so, I, you know, I hope you check those out. Just watch all of that stuff. It's all on Rumble. Um, and it's, you know, Matt Taibbi's Substack is fantastic. There's a great um, uh, Twitter account called Name Redacted 247. And there's another one called Kenakoa the Great, he, he's great on, on Twitter, where, you know, Name Redacted went through a bunch of this stuff, and that's what, uh, that's what Glenn Greenwald was talking about, he, he read through a bunch of, a bunch of uh, uh, Name Redacted's posts, and basically, you know, this, people don't know about this stuff, and we need to raise awareness about all of these people, the talking heads on the on on the media, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, they're all you know. So many of them are are ex FBI, ex CIA, ex NSA, Department of Homeland Security. They're they're all government. They're all pe- government people. So many of these people are are these talking heads are from the government. They're, oh, we, we've got uh, the former head of the CIA on as, you know, as a as a consultant telling us why you should not listen to Donald Trump. Or, you know, why you, oh, yes, he, he says it's, this is Russian disinformation. Oh, absolutely, has the uh, all the hallmarks of being Russian disinformation. I mean, they're just lying to you. It's all lies. And, 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 um, and the tech companies, big tech, Twitter. Now we know the Twitter files. We know um, Matt Taibbi did just an amazing job on that. With and Michael Schellenberger and and Elon Musk gave gave them access to um, to these the the Twitter files, and they went through it all. and And we see how the federal government basically has has infiltrated and controls it. it and this was before Elon Musk took it over. It controlled Twitter. Twitter was a essentially a a information warfare mechanism for by the government of the government, which is now the the, the Democrat Party, right? It's kind of they merged the federal government. I talked about this. I did an episode a while back called "The Unholy Trinity of the Democrat Party, the Media, and the Federal Government." I mean, they're all one thing now, and that's really scary because you have this group of people who, 
are they're in it for themselves. They're not they're not looking to serve you to serve the American people. They are looking to, to they are looking out for their own interests. And and they have jobs where they get to control everything and they want to keep their jobs. They don't want to get fired. And so they don't want somebody like Donald Trump or some somebody like Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy who's going to come along and fire them. Uh, so they're going to do everything in their power to stop them. They're going to do everything in their power to stop, you know, any any presidential candidate who, you know, like RFK Jr., who might reduce their power. I mean, this is, you know, this is really scary. And so uh, the Yanakoa, the great, you know, uh, uh, name redacted guy, he went through and he looked at Google and he, and he, what he did was he looked at Google and Facebook and all he did was look at the, the publicly available information and he looked at their LinkedIn profiles. <laughs> it's really simple. So you can do this yourself. You can just find out who's who works for Google. Well, he found that 165 people. Now, this is back about a, six months ago. He said about 165 people from the intelligence community now work at Google. So 27 people from the CIA, 52 people from the FBI, 30 people from the NSA, 50 people from the Department of Homeland Security, six people from the Office of uh, the Director of National Intelligence. You know, this is so, you know, what exactly, why is Google hiring all these people from the intelligence community? And you've got to start to realize that there's no real difference now between Google, which owns YouTube, and remember, YouTube is routinely censoring people. Anybody who who uh, deviates from the government propaganda, the government narrative, uh, gets 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 uh, demonetized or just kicked off. Um, you know, absolutely erased. And they do the same thing with the Google searches. Remember, Google is is. What does Google do? What does Google search do? It searches the whole web. It searches the entire internet and essentially puts together a kind of a kind of database of what is on the internet. And then it can pick and choose what things it shows you. So and then you've got Facebook, you've got a, a 115 people from the intelligence community work for Facebook. 17 people from the CIA, 37 people from the FBI, 23 people from the NSA, uh, 38 people from DHS. Uh, and, you know, Twitter, you got at least 15 people from FBI, and then there's I mean, so many more, so many more people. I can go on for for a long time with this. How many people uh, from the intelligence community? So, so there's there's there is no real dividing line now. It's it's hard to tell where I, I was reading one article said that basically there, it's hard to tell where the U.S. intelligence agency ends and where big tech begins. You know where and and remember the the 2020 election. You know I was on Facebook. I was not on Twitter. I was not doing this podcast, uh, and there was nothing else. So if you owned if you controlled Twitter and Facebook, 
you controlled the the flow of information in America, not just America, but really the world. I mean, it's terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Now, Gab has been around before that, and I was not on Gab, but um, uh, but that was it. That was like the only alternative. Very few alternatives. There were very few alternatives to, to, for social media. Now there's a ton of them. Uh, but it's really terrifying to think that these people in the government and it's look and um, in 20 in 2008 the New York Times wrote a piece and they won a Pulitzer Prize for this about uh, how the Pentagon and intelligence community have have uh, penetrated the media how they're you know the news all these news corporations news programs the New York Times the Washington Post every everybody CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, all the networks, they're all Fox. They're all populated with former members of the intelligence community. And, uh, and they got a Pulitzer Prize. Think about that. That was back when they actually cared about this stuff, right? Pre-Trump. And I think it's all, it's all about Trump. I mean, they, they, this all changed during the Trump years when they all just decided Trump is bad. We've got to stop Trump. And and because really Trump was the only person to come along who was a genuine threat to to the Washington establishment, to the ruling class. I mean, that's who these people are. They are the ruling class, the, the Democrat Party, the federal bureaucracy, the, the executive branch of the federal government and uh, and the media. They are the the top of society. And you could throw Hollywood in there too, I guess, but they've got less and less power over us all. But um, in 2018, Politico did an article about um, about how many people, former members of the intelligence community were in uh, in the media. And NBC, they, they, uh, there was John Brennan, from the CI, former head of the CIA, Chuck Rosenberg from the DEA, Drug Enforcement Agency, Frank Fugliuzzi Fugliuzzi from the FBI. Now, Glenn Greenwald talks about all this in his episode. He goes through all this stuff. Uh, Juan Zarate from, uh, he was a deputy national security advisor. CNN as James Clapper, director of national intelligence. Uh, believe he's the guy who lied to Congress about about nobody about the NSA and the intelligence communities spying on the, the American people. Uh, you know he 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 lied, and Edward Snowden showed us all that that he was lying, and uh, and Edward Snowden gets is Edward Snowden a hero? No, Edward Snowden uh, gets gets basically has to live in, in Russia for the rest of his life as a wanted man. You know, you've got uh, on CNN, you've got Michael Hayden from the CIA, Asha Rangappa from the FBI, James Gagliano from the FBI, Tony Blinken, who was Obama's national security advisor. He was deputy secretary of state under Obama. Now he's the current secretary of state. You got Mike Rogers, a House Intel Committee chair, Samantha Vinograd, senior advisor to the National Security Council, at CBS, you got Fran Townsend from the DHS, 
Uh, in 2019, Matt Taibbi named 17 more people just off the top of his head. So there's, and, and remember, look at Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper, oh, the darling of the of the liberals. Liberals love Anderson Cooper because he's gay. Well, you know, did did you know that he in he interned at the CIA for two summers? So he was going to Yale. Uh, you know, he's a rich kid, the the son of the uh, uh, Vanderbilt family, the super rich kid, uh, goes to Yale, and uh, oh, he's interning at the CIA. Two years, by the way, two two summers. Not just one summer, not just one brief stint at the CIA. He did it twice. So, so you know, I, I think that, and then there's there's Google itself. Remember, Google was funded by the CIA. At the beginning, the very beginning of Google, while Sergey Brin and Larry Page were doing the research at Stanford, they were recipients of CIA-based uh, grants from, now the CIA does this all the time. They they fund all kinds of people, technology, uh, people who are developing technology that they think might become useful. But it was the MDDS Plan, uh, program, the Massive Digital Data Systems Program. And look, you know, I, I know a little bit about this stuff because I know about, uh, if you're a cybersecurity guy, you probably know about Big Floyd. You probably know about the, you know, <laughs> like the Legion of Doom hacker group, which I was tangentially involved in uh, back in the 80s. Uh, I was not you know, I was not a, a major hacker in the 80s, but I was a computer kid. I mean, I was a hacker, but not a, you know, I was, before it all got too complicated, uh, I did some hacking um, just because it was fun. But, but uh, the, you know, that there was, the, the Big Floyd program was, um, was and you're going to have a lot of trouble finding information about Big Floyd because it's not, it's just very secret. Nobody knows about it. But uh, if you're a cybersecurity guy, you know about Big Floyd. It was a, it was a program sort of pre-internet to search the basically all of the computer systems that they could figure out how to get into and and gather data. It was a data mining program. And you know anything you did, like every computer, every credit card transaction every uh every bank account transaction every everything that was digital everything that was a digital um uh footprint for they could track it and bring it into one system and collate it and sort of search it and that was and that's what uh that's what the mdds system was a program was it was part of this it was a it was the birth of the internet it was it was figuring out. Yeah, I remember the first web browser was Web Crawler, and what it did was it crawled the web. It 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 searched the whole web, gathering information about the whole web, and and so it, Google was basically doing the same thing. And and the the CIA it was nominally funded by the National Science Foundation, but it was basically a CIA intelligence community. Um, program to get new technology and there's you know there's there's a lot you can go down that rabbit hole and it's not conspiracy theory it's all true 
the the Highlands Group, the Highlands Forum, and InQtel. You know, InQtel is today, to this day, the CIA's venture capital firm. So the CIA invests in different companies that they think are developing technology that might be useful to the CIA. So that you know, they're not. This is not. Um, this is not a, a, a conspiracy theory. I mean, they, the, 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 the CIA, the intelligence community is trying to control the information that reaches your eyes and ears. Look at what Joe Biden tried to do. He tried to start the disinformation governance board and it went away. But now a lot of people don't know that we have the, the Foreign Malign Influence Center, the FMIC which is basically the same thing as the Disinformation Governance Board. And you have a, in, under the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, you have a woman named Shelby Pearson. We have a woman named Shelby Pearson. She's the election threats executive. So basically, all she has to do is determine something is Russian disinformation, and she calls her buddies up at Google and Facebook, no longer Twitter, Remember, because you know, Twitter has been taken over by by uh, by Elon Musk, and Elon Musk has uh, hopefully he's put an end to all of this, or at least he's trying. Or you know, I'm I'm surprised he's not even hasn't even been killed yet. But uh, um, and I wouldn't be surprised. I really genuinely would not be surprised if if they just murder Elon Musk because he's just too much of a you know because they had such a good thing going there and uh but of course i think that now there's so many options you know there's MeWe and there's gab and there's uh minds and truth and getter getter is great getter is probably my favorite of all those although i also MeWe. i'm on MeWe a lot because i'm on the with the the, the tom woods uh group uh, is on MeWe, which i'm on a lot but um Basically, you've got this, this, my whole point here is that the Democrat Party has turned away from free speech. They don't believe in free speech anymore. They are the party now of the, the, of the intelligence community. They're the party of the, of the federal bureaucracy. You know, they're the party of the media. They're the party of controlling speech, controlling information. They are the information warfare party. Uh, and anybody who says, you know, right now, today, they were uh, RFK Jr. This is uh, Thursday. RFK Jr. was was in front of the Senate today uh, testifying about the weaponization of government. And they tried to censor him. Debbie Wasserman, Wasserman Schultz introduced a, a, a motion to have him kicked out and silenced. Because, oh, because what he said was uh, racist. Yeah, he's a racist. <laughs> I mean, this is, a, you know, these people, the Democrats, and, and I, I think that this is one of the things that we can we can use against them. You know, because there are some Democrats out there who still believe in free speech. There aren't many, but there are some who can be reached. There are some that if you point this stuff out, hey, did you know that, that Google was partially funded by uh, by by the CIA, and did you know that that all these people work at Google and and Twitter and and uh, uh, 
Facebook and and you know all these people in the media, they're all like they're all like intelligence community. I mean, do you really think that the U.S. intelligence community, these people, you know, we used to Democrats used to be the liberals, the left, they used to hate the intelligence community. They used to hate the CIA. And remember, movies. Look at the movies like uh, Three Days of the Condor about how you know the CIA. You know, the Cliff Robertson character, you know, which is a it's a that's an interesting movie. It's a really interesting movie. But obviously, it's a blatantly anti CIA movie and uh, ends, of course, with him giving the, the story to The New York Times. And then Cliff Robertson, who's in the CIA, says, how do you know they'll print it? How do you know? And you know, Cliff, Robert Redford says they'll print it and cliff robertson says how do you know and you know because he knew he knew it this was in 19 i don't know 70 when they made that movie um uh the cia was embedded remember this project mockingbird project mockingbird is part of the cia's efforts in the 50s 60s 70s to infiltrate the media and control the media and this is what glenn greenwald talks about um about how they don't even need to do that anymore. Now they just hire them outright, hire CIA people, and uh, and and they're proud of it, right? They put it right on their LinkedIn profile. So, so they're not. It's not secret anymore. So I think that this is one of the things that Republicans can use against the Democrats and peel Democrats away and say, "Look, do you really believe that this is a good idea to to have a to have the people in government controlling the, the the things that we see, the things that we hear about. They control the information that reaches us. They So the only thing we know is what they want us to know. You know, I mean, this has been conspiracy theory stuff for years, and now it's not anymore. It's not conspiracy theory. It's true. It's all right there on LinkedIn, for God's sake. You know, it's all it was all covered extensively by by Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger in the Twitter files. I mean, it's terrifying. And so that's what the Democrat Party has become, this this party of, of, of against free speech. And it's really it's also it, when you when you look at the covid stuff, the covid vaccine stuff that RFK Jr. is talking about, you know, it's a corporatist. It's corporatist. Um, it's basically a corporatist policy. Basically, the the, the government is, is in bed with the corporations like Pfizer and Moderna, and uh, you know, and the media is brought to you by Pfizer. They they're huge funders. The pharmaceutical companies are huge funders of the media, and so the the they they have a they have a monetary incentive to tell you to take more drugs i mean that's basically the bottom line of it right they it's they get paid more if they tell you that take all these drugs because oh yeah all these drugs are good for you take them all take make sure you take your drugs make sure you t- and it's not just covid vaccines it's everything look at all the the, the pharmaceutical advertising on news there's tons of it Tons of it, and not just news, but all throughout media. 
All these big media companies get tons of money from pharmaceutical companies. And uh, and so it's a it's a corporatist mentality. It's this these you know we have these these people who want who, who they don't exist to serve us anymore to give us information. They exist to give us the information that in the in the in the uh, in the case of the media they're going to give us information that will help their advertisers and get more money for their advertisers so the advertisers can give them more money and in the case of the intelligence community and the washington bureaucrats they they give us the information that helps them stay in power and get more power and anybody who questions any of these people is the enemy and and all you have to do is look at and same thing with defense contractors i've talked about this before about the Look at the, the 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 whole NATO thing, the whole thing about you know Donald Trump wanted the the Europeans to pay more for NATO, but if they're if they're gonna you know the Donald Trump says France should should defend you know should build their own uh, missile defense systems, well that the people in the American defense contractors who make missile defense systems they don't want the French to make they don't want Europeans making their own missile defense systems. That means they lose that business. And so the people in Washington attacked Donald Trump because they didn't want the the their buddies in the American defense contractor business, you know, industry to lose that business. I mean, it's all about money for these people. So it's about money and power. You know, it's the oldest cliche in the book, right? So, all right, that's it. I'm going to stop there. It's 26 minutes. I'm going to stop there. Uh, you know, I, this is so important, so important. But please look at uh, Glenn Greenwald. He's doing such a great job. Check out those Twitter, those guys on Twitter, Kenicoa the Great, Name Redacted 247. Check out, get on the substack of Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger and, and, uh, and Russell Brand. Uh, Russell Brand's doing a great job. And and Tucker Carlson's doing a great job on Twitter. He just had a big interview with, with a big long interview with Tate uh, Andrew Tate. That was really good. So yeah, um, we've got to and use all of this to peel away the Democrats that you know. You know, I I know that we all know Democrats. We all know them. They're the stupidest, most uninformed people in the world. And we I think that if we can inform them a little bit, we can maybe peel some of them away and show them how they are on the wrong side. They are on the dark side. Their their party, the Democrat party has gone to the dark side. It really has. And you've got some really good principled leftists who understand this stuff. Guys, you know, people like Glenn Greenwald and Jimmy Dore and and uh Tulsi Gabbard, you know, you you see what's they see what's going on. And they've switched sides, or they've maybe not switched sides, but they've they at least see what's going on here. And RFK Jr. is a good example. He sees what his party has become, and he's disgusted by it. And so let's work very hard to make as many people as possible disgusted with the Democrat Party. All right, that's it. Uh, thanks for joining me. 
If you like this podcast, give me some shares and likes and all that stuff, and I will see you soon on another one. All right, bye-bye.